0: Hey kids, the program you're about to listen to contains some adult situations, adult language, themes, and other adult topics. If you're easily offended, this show's not for you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, you crazy motherfuckers, to the fourth edition of The Crazy Truth, where we answer your questions in uh, in an honest, upfront, non-politically correct, no-bullshit manner, because that is the way we roll. Uh, I'm here, your host with the most, Cole, and obviously, Miss Amanda's here. Say hi, Miss Amanda. Hello. Looky there. We're all here, ready to go. The sound guy's here. The dog's here. It doesn't get any better than this. Uh, So as you guys know, we love to start off the show uh, with a funny antidote so to speak something sexual that happened in the news this week and this isn't necessarily uh it's not necessarily funny it's it's just bizarre as all get out in that uh this week so in, here in Lincoln Lincoln Nebraska uh apparently a person took and turned themselves in it, there was a homeless gentleman uh went to the police station and turned himself in he had been having a he'd been texting a minor female and said, "Hey, this conversation went too far, and turned himself in." So obviously, the good part of the story is there's one less pedophile on the street. The bad part of this story uh, is that uh, we took and we just had part of the studio fall on us. So the bad part of this story is is the fact that uh, number one, how does the homeless guy have a telephone, a, a, a smartphone, and how did he get the phone number to a a preteen? Uh, female it just goes to show that how different the world really is keep your kids safe don't let people talk to strangers because you never know when you're gonna talk to a homeless guy so uh yeah that's uh you can't make this shit up man this is the kind of stuff that's really going on in the world today the homeless guy turns himself in but again uh you make got to be glad that he actually took and, and turned himself in we got him off the street so what a way to start the show don't you think besides the studio falling in on us Hopefully we can have, hopefully we can have no more no more studio uh, studio collapses and we'll be good the rest of, we'll be good, we'll be good the rest of the night. So uh, all right, so we're gonna go through. We got a whole bunch of questions. Obviously, we want to take your questions. If you have questions during the show, uh, because we do record it live as well as also, uh, you can email us questions at crazy k r a z y dot k a s b h at gmail.com, and we will answer your questions. Uh, so we're gonna get started. We had some, a couple of uh, we had a really good one that came to us via email earlier this week. Uh, Miss Amanda and I we had one that came through to us, and it was a it, it comes from it comes from E. Uh, asked, we just used first initials. So E asked us, when you're planning your first house party, what do you think you should count on for attendance? What is a good number of people that will actually attend? your house party or how should you plan accordingly for snacks treats and whatnots for your first house party uh i think we both had a pretty good laugh on that one didn't we amanda yes (laughs) 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 rule number one because my first question with that was why and obviously the first question the answer back to that was they were planning for snacks so uh yeah so anytime when you're talking about how do you how do you determine what is a good attendance at a house party i guess First of all, it kind of depends on how many people are you going to actually take and invite to your house party. So, uh, obviously, if, you, if you're if you inviting, you know, 50 people, then what the number that you want to have show up is probably going to be a little bit different than just uh, if you're just inviting, I don't know, like one other couple. If you're just inviting one other couple, really, you should hope for 100%. That's just me. Because <laughs> it's really not much of a party otherwise all the way through. So, I... No no the no. swingers are challenging people because it's you know there's a lot of things that come up in in life with uh, before a party so even though you can be all gun ho and excited and ready to go to a party uh, on Monday by the time Saturday night rolls around, well there's a whole lot of stuff that can kind of come up and change can change the ballgame game a little bit. My initial answer was if you could t- get at least fifty percent. If you get fifty percent turnout rate, that's really pretty. That's that's really pretty good all the way across the board. Is to get at least fifty percent turnout rate. So, uh, when you're planning a regular a regular party, let's say a non swinger party, what would you say is generally a really good turnout rate that you would hope for, Miss Man? If you're if you're planning a graduation party, how many people are you hoping are going to be there?
1: Well, everybody hopes for a hundred percent, but that doesn't
0: happen. <laughs> okay, how many people realistically do you hope will actually be there? in a a perfect world, (laughs) in a perfect world, I would I would want at
1: least 75 percent.
0: Okay, so if so, here's what you got to keep in mind. If you're planning for something like a major life event, which is the reason why most people throw a party, right? Throw an event or an activity, a wedding, graduation, uh, you know, 50th anniversary, retirement dinner, whatever the fuck people do, Uh, You're going to shoot for a higher number, but when you're talking about a party, just have sex. There's a lot of other things that are going to come in there and to play with that, that might alter your, your total number of attendees, right? So, because let's face it, if, if I don't know, hypothetically, let's say you have a dog issue, just throwing that out there as a random (laughs) thing. You have a dog issue. You might actually have to stay home and take care of that versus going to a sex party where you might not miss a graduation party. Right. Right. So as, as, as a rule across the board, so if you can take and set and and if you can get 50%, you're doing pretty good. So there's ways, though, to up your percentage, right? That's the big key. So unlike a graduation party or some other events uh, where, you know, you're going to invite everybody, aunts, uncles, you really don't care whether or not they like each other or they know each other or compatibility because it's just going to be one of those things that you're going to take and invite everybody you can. So when it comes to you're inviting a, a swingers party, what you're going to want to go ahead and do is you're going to take and want to hopefully invite people that want to be around other people, right? So you're going to want to take, when you're making your guest list, you're going to want to take and look and go, okay, so here's the deal. If we have if we have 10 couples, and we know that we like all 10 of them, because obviously we're not going to invite people to a party that suck.
1: Well, right, but you never know if you're going to find if you're going to have
0: invite people that everybody's (laughs) going to like. Right. So that there, that's absolutely there. There it is. Exactly. So what you want to kind of do is you, you kind of want to make sure that you somewhat take and have a guest list published for the people that are going to be attending so that as a perfect, in a perfect world, you can actually take and uh, let them know, Hey, look, you know, Cole and Amanda are going to be there. Bob and Sue, Jane and Steve, you know, whatever are going to be there so that people can kind of, when they're giving you their RSVPs, they can go, Hey, you know what? Oh yeah. We're kind of cool with all these couples or, Hey, we don't know them, but that's kind of cool. Or, Hey, this is a couple. We really don't want to hang out and be around so that they can give you an, an early, an early, uh, RSVP with that. So look at your guest list, make sure that the people on your guest list are kind of all into the same thing just because you're into you and three of the couples are into BDSM, right? But two of the couples absolutely are not into that. Again, compatibility. Compatibility is going to help increase how much uh, how, how how many people are going to show up, right? Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, if there's a party and we know that everybody at that party is into like I don't I don't jello wrestling, <laughs> we'll just say it's it's a jello wrestling party, right? Ninety percent of the people are going to wrestle in jello, and we know that you're not you know a, a real strong jello wrestler, mm-hmm. right? So, <laughs> we've never tried that. We need to try that sometime. We'll have a jello wrestling party. It'll work out. Anyways, we're probably not going to attend that party. Would you, would you agree with that statement? Yes. Do you want to go wrestling Jell-O? No. I don't right. want to be all sticky. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We base things on stickiness. So, uh, we're going to take and we're going to make sure that, that the people that were coming are, are going to be all into the same things for the most part. Maybe you don't want to have a party that has a whole lot of newbies. Right? Because, you know, some people may aren't necessarily into newbies. So you want to make sure that, you know, these are all things that you factor into when you're planning a party and then you're going to get more attendance. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we always tell people, always, 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 swingers are notorious. They're all going to say, yes, I'm going to attend. Right? Mm -hmm. Why? Why? Because you've got to be on the list, right? If you're not on the list, then you can't get in. But, so you don't want to take that chance in case you can go or whatever, but when it comes right down to it, eh, last minute thing. So swingers are notorious for last minutes kind of cancel out. Sometimes people will flake out. And uh, so then we'll take and, and go from, from there. So we'll take and and uh, don't be upset if you have a party and you only get 50% or even 40%. It really doesn't matter. As long as all the people there, including you, the host or hostess or couple or whatever, has fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at that! I could be a party planner. We should be party planners. We just this just changed the whole show. Right now, we'll just call it the the crazy party planners instead. We'll we'll skip over to that. I don't know how much that'll get you <laughs> in business with that name. <laughs> It'll be awesome. What could possibly what could possibly possibly go wrong? So thanks, E, for that question. Um, all right. So anything else? For that you're good.
1: No, you covered Not that. Covered it. Of course you know. Did you cover the part about snacks? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, yeah, we didn't actually. Yeah, snacks are always good. Bring snacks. Make the people that are coming to your party bring snacks. You're providing the place to fuck. Okay? So if you're providing the place to fuck, the least they can all do is is bring a snack to share. I mean other than their spouse. I mean, that, that's kind of a no-brainer, right? But And make sure not everybody brings the same thing. Look, there's only so many no. chips and dips you can eat. Somebody needs to bring some beanie weenies.
1: You don't want an elaborate <laughs> meal. You want something more to keep the energy up. And, you know, you have to keep the, your, your energy up. So something that will... A meat tray? <laughs> really. I, look, if
0: anybody brings a bar, a, like a container of protein bars, it's not going to go over real well. I didn't say protein bars. <laughs> <laughs> I brought Anything the meat trays. Anything with carbs that will cause your blood sugar to go up for a
1: little bit to give you some energy. Like Spaghetti? it's got lots
0: of gone i mean i'm just throwing it out there
1: what are you serving a meal how are they going to eat this big? of
0: course you could play with the <laughs> and we're going to have the decoration part of the program I, let I, me string I, you with noodles and let me <laughs> suck them off <laughs> is that a meatball don't bite that ow uh, no i you know some snacks are good and drinks the other thing is you are not obligated i'm going to throw this out here okay because not everybody are big drinkers i'm kind of i'm kind of i am somewhat can be haven't been lately no i'm out of practice it doesn't matter anyways here's the thing it is perfectly okay to say byob you know what booze is fucking expensive again you're providing the house so you know what if people want drinks it's not your job to take and have a fully stocked bar right so you should you should strongly encourage people need to bring their own booze well yeah, yeah this way that's that's a big one i mean i love going to parties where the booze is provided free free drinks free cocktails man's going yeah right okay well you keep you keep my my microphones well we're moving stuff off we're moving again today after the studio started to fall we had to adjust as we go because i'm touching (laughs) things again all right hey so that actually brings us uh to another question that we got this question came from paul and paula this came from out of state an out of state couple look at that long time listeners first time question askers
1: there you go that's sweet
0: okay and it actually ties right into that okay so how much is too much when it comes to drinking at a swingers event (laughs) (laughs) i am pretty sure we could be the wrong people to ask this (laughs) now mind you mind mm -hmm. you we could be recovering from from hangovers right now it's hard to tell (laughs) guess you'll never know You answer that. You start with that. I can't, I can't answer that right off the bat because uh, I I mean, it just kind of, you know, I don't know. Well, (laughs) you should
1: somewhat be coherent.
0: Oh, well, there you go.
1: Well, you know, judgment calls are made (laughs) or (laughs) lack
0: thereof or lack thereof. Here's the thing, right? We all know. Okay. You're going to most people or a lot of people need have a need for some liquid courage. You know, a cocktail or two kind of takes the edge off along those lines, kind of makes it relaxing, everything that goes with that. OK, the, 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 the biggest thing with this is, is that when you're going to take and and you're going to go to a party and you're, you're going to drink, nobody, nobody likes to be just drooled on. I mean, people like to be licked. People like to be, you know, bit, spanked, whatever. There's a lot of things people like. They don't like to just be slobbered on. You will not look sexy and attractive if you come just be bopping in and you, you're, you I mean, you're just a slobbery mess because you're so drunk. It's just not going to happen. So you instantly go, the, the problem is you go from taking the edge off, but the look I'm getting right now from Miss Amanda, because we've got some stories that'll go with this one, uh, the, it, it's it's a fine line. You want to pace yourself just a little bit. We have been at a party where we have seen someone come out in in women's panties and and rainbow suspenders. Uh, <laughs> we have been at, we have been at parties where uh, a guilty as charged. I'm so drunk I don't know what happened to my underwear. I have completely lost them. Where well, I couldn't find my cowboy boots later on in the night. I've been there, done that. So it, I've seen people lose their pants. Oh yeah, pants, shirts, wallets, sunglasses. You you name it. So there's a key here is that you you've got to take and and make sure that you are able to at least function. So if you start right off, okay, there's we have been guilty to prime ahead of time, right? Just maybe a drink or two, just to get up the courage to get started.
1: Well, <laughs> yes. I- I've lost control Once Wait Or twice But once at a house party (laughs) And I felt horrible (laughs) Horrible And it wasn't that I My plan was to get Slobbering ass drunk My, My goal was just to relax and have fun it's just the drink was going way too smooth (laughs) and i drank way too fast and
0: but you rebounded nicely at that party okay so i'll just go out here's how this party started so it was one of our uh, we 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 knew some of the people there we'd been we'd been there before and and the party we were trying to get kind of the party was just getting going and people getting kind of know each other. But we didn't know that many people was what nine couples. And we knew two, we knew two. And so why just kind of talking and, 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 and Miss Amanda aren't really big game players. You know, we kind of chat and joke around, but, but there were jello shots there and there, and there, and there were, there was whiskey there. There was there was all kinds of there was all kinds of uh, uh, stuff like that there. So we're kind of drinking, and so Miss Amanda gets gets the uh, the party started uh, and heads down. That's awesome. But in the meantime, we're still we're still drinking and going, and probably oh I don't know probably about two two and a half hours in. Uh, yeah, Miss Amanda was like all of a sudden she started like really pale <laughs> really pale really sweaty and it was like uh oh she's like i i don't feel good <laughs> i don't feel good so uh as we're going upstairs she did a tremendous job and it's so awesome that it's her story about her and not me she yeah. did a tremendous job she did make it into the bathroom of course, we didn't know because a lot of people were like, "Oh, are you okay?" And it's like, no, don't, don't stop and doctor her. We got to keep her moving. <laughs> she made it into the bathroom uh, where she did puke her guts out, mm-hmm. like a boss. And you cleaned up, uh-huh, and I cleaned up after. Yep. And then, and then, and then, uh, the host hostess had a, had a, a new extra toothbrush, and Miss Amanda, you know, brushed her teeth, got all cleaned up, and uh, had some water, and and we went back to the party. <laughs> we we went back to party for what another. About four hours. You didn't have anything else to drink though that night no. except water. You no. you were
1: pretty much no. Were, I was <laughs> done. That was because that's not my nature.
0: Yeah, that's that's a that's a yeah. So <laughs> no more
1: strawberry <trabaritas> for Amanda.
0: <laughs> nope. She never drank and another one. I haven't one again. touched one since. Nope. Live and learn on the hard way. The thing is, is that you 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 want part of the fun of the party is to be able to remember parts of it. Okay, and so again, you know, does everybody make that mistake at least once? Yeah. Uh, could we have a caller right now that called in and, and talked a story about when we didn't remember, when there was four of us that didn't remember four whole hours of a party? Yes. Yes, we could.
1: Yeah, but that was just an actual party. And that wasn't, that was up to you to, if you ended up having sex in a hotel room afterwards.
0: Which we're pretty sure we didn't.
1: We were leading. There was a big charge headed down that way. No, I remember that part. That's when I started uh, I remembering. Don't. I don't. At all. Yeah, I remember all that part. No, nope. <laughs> but dancing and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's a blur. So you know. you're you're gonna have some memories like you're gonna have some times like that that it happens. But what you're gonna find is you're gonna take a look and you're gonna see the couple that every time just gets train wrecked, just gets train wrecked. And what happens is they stop getting invited places because people don't want. The person that's just always slobbering, just, you know, out of control drunk. A good buzz is fun to have. That makes it, it makes a great time. You remember everything. That's obviously important. You remember everything. And so you take and you want to make sure that you, you just, you know, you want to remember stuff. You don't, that's when bad things happen. If you're hosting the party and it's a house party, you definitely want to kind of keep watch on how, on how you're, how you how intoxicated your guests might might actually be getting yeah because that could get
1: couch. into dangerous situations if you're not careful
0: yeah because you want to make sure people aren't driving home and all that kind of fun stuff so uh you know the big thing is uh, key key element there is just to be a, a bit of control if it, if at all possible boy that sounds really mature for me
1: You've matured a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, a joy of getting, that's a joy of getting older now. No, it is a lot more fun. It's a lot more fun when you're in control. You know, the, the, uh, uh, and we're getting some different comments, and this is a great one. I unfortunately remember everything from whenever I got drunk. Yeah, a lot of us do. That's actually a great point. The problem is when you remember it after the fact, and then you remember all those things that you said or did, and you're or like... Or did. Or, oh. Yeah. Are we going to tell that story? Which... Are we going to tell the parking lot story?
1: Have we told the parking lot story? We haven't told story? the parking lot story. Have we not told the parking lot story? Oh, God.
0: Okay. Well, well I'm gonna, we're going to hold on to that. No, <laughs> you, you, go yeah. ahead and tell no. the parking <laughs> lot
1: story. Everybody <laughs> finds it absolutely <laughs> hilarious, except for the one that laid, led the charge, and that would
0: be me. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're going to wait. I'm going to wait on that. We'll, we'll, we'll wait till this. We'll give it a little further in the show before we do that. The follow-up question that people have, uh, because there are a lot of people that don't drink. So, so if you're somebody that doesn't drink, there's the concern of will you be, will you will will be awkward for you if you're someone who doesn't if you you don't drink? How would you handle that? I know that you drink, Miss Amanda, but how would you handle that?
1: (laughs) Well, no, there's what way is there to handle it? If they don't drink, they don't drink and. They can't be ridiculed. They're not. They're not going to be ridiculed. Ridiculed. God, I can't talk. Have a cocktail. No, that's okay. <laughs> they can't be rid. They're not going to be ridiculed for not drinking, but it's not going to be awkward. My only thing is, is I don't know the reasons why they don't drink, and it's probably just a choice. But if I've been drinking, then I'll at least ask them if it's if it bothers them.
0: Right, and 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 that's something that's. It's the coolness factor. There's always a coolness factor. Here's the deal. It's never a big deal. So for people, because a lot of newbies, if they don't drink, they have that concern <clears throat> that they're going to stand out. You're not going to stand out if you don't drink unless you make a big deal out of it. Everything about this is is how much of a big deal do you want to make of things? So you know what? Again, it's BYOB. Bring soda. Bring water. Bring whatever it is you drink. No worries. No harm. Just don't make a big deal it doesn't have to be a general overall announcement and if you're the host or if you're somebody else at a party and you see somebody that is just drinking soda and just you know and that's all they're doing they're they're just drinking soda you know what don't be a douche don't be like hey what why don't you have a shot have a shot and start hounding them to try to drink it's it's that whole thing of remember why you're ultimately there you're there to have fun you're there. To to hopefully ideally hook up with some people is the overall goal. So just it's a coolness factor all the way across the board to take and make sure that that uh, you you just kind of let it let it go. You know, I mean, you just don't have to take and and make it a huge a huge deal all the way across the board. The thing is, is we're getting a really good comment uh, from Miss White, and as she puts it, she's someone that is a, is a non drinker. And they still have a crazy, fun, sober time. So uh, remember, it's not required. You know, that's something, even if you are a big partyer, you don't have to go and get hammered at one of these parties. You don't have to have any drinks at one of these things. You can just go and just be yourself. You shouldn't need to. You, 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 should, yeah, you're <laughs> my tech guy right now is making great hand sim- signals for me over here. Yes, you're supposed to be there for what you're there for. Don't forget why you're there, which is supposed to be for sex. Hopefully. And to meet new people, broaden your horizons. I guess right. It doesn't have to be for sex. That's kind of bad. I shouldn't say that.
1: <laughs> that is your option if you want it. If you choose not to.
0: I can tell you this: nothing's worse than getting really fucking wasted, and then taking and having sex with somebody that you would never have hooked up with before, and dealing with that the next day. So there, you know, there, there's one to just try to take and avoid at all at all costs, like that, or or throwing up all over in the car. Either way. Yeah. And
1: always know that at a house party, you're not required to have sex with everybody.
0: Wait, what? You're not? Mm -hmm. What? You have options? You have choices? You do.
1: (laughs) And just because you're a host doesn't mean that
0: everybody is required for everybody to have sex with them. That's exactly right. Yeah, it is. Look. This is, whether you're at a house party, a hotel party, it doesn't matter. You are still in control of you at all times, okay? So you always have the options to take and and do who, or not do who, do who, do who, what? However that works. You have the options. It's It's about options. What you have to understand, and this is something that is so very important in the lifestyle, is you have to know you have the right and the responsibility to say no. And if you say no, whether it's be to having a cocktail, whether it's be to having snacks, somebody could say no to be to to having sex with somebody, no is means no. And and that's it. And you should never feel like you absolutely have to. It is definitely not required. And if you have people that take in want to try to say, "Well, it's my party, you have to have sex with me." Or, "Well, I, no." It, Leave. You have the ability and the option to always take and and leave. That's the other thing. So always be in control. That's the biggest thing. You want to be control, right? It's all about control.
1: And don't drink too much to where you don't have control.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and don't get so hammered that you don't have control. That becomes the overall big problem all the way across the board. So let's take a quick second here, if we can, and let's tell a really good story about one night when maybe we didn't have control. Would you like to start, Miss Amanda? (laughs) Oh, no.
1: You tell it way better.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Personal story time. This is what makes our shows really fun because we're pretty much incriminating ourselves all the way across the board. Uh, So we were having a big old meet and greet at a vanilla bar uh in In a city that we live close by we 're not going to say names we 're going to protect the innocent all the way across the board with this so uh at this bar uh they' are super cool bar, and they knew that we were they knew that we were 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 swingers and we were in the lifestyle and they knew that it was a really good band and they knew that we liked to party and and it was and one of them isn't it uh, yeah it was it was just a it was an awesome time all the way across the board well here's the deal. The drink started flowing really, really early. As soon as we started getting there, there were a lot of shots. And if you know us, you know I love rum and you know Miss Amanda absolutely loves cinnamon uh, whiskey. Cinnamon whiskey, that's right. And oh my God, did people start buying shots. And the shots kept coming and coming and coming. Apparently, uh, for a side note, we drank our little group, which was probably, I don't know, there's probably 25 or 30 of us something in there we drank the bar out of rum uh out of cinnamon whiskey out of regular whiskey and out of vodka so we were we were hitting stuff pretty they were just bringing bottles over at a time so uh and we started right off right at the very beginning we didn't even pill around in the least. we were starting to do shots we started we got there like eight o'clock and started doing shots so by midnight Uh, we were outside having, having a smoke break, having a smoke break at the back of the bar, which was actually another spot where people had to come directly into the bar through right where we were standing. That's where the, the drummer of the band, the parking lot. Yep. Yep. Uh, so we're not really sure how it got to this point, but, uh, apparently there was, we'd went out there with another couple that was part of our little group and I was proceeding to. Uh, have sex in the tailgate of a pickup, right in front of right in front of I the told door. You to. Yep, uh, Miss Amanda totally actually encouraged me to, told me to, and uh, uh, somebody else is having sex also on that tailgate. The as other well. couple, and the it other was couple, like a switch thing, a switch thing thing. So Amanda was kind of the <laughs> Amanda was merely directing traffic at this point in time. When uh, a, a, a random guy uh, that was in the bar, not part of our group, not part of our party, uh, came out and decided to stand and watch... He was having a cigarette, show. I think. <laughs> I don't really remember much. He, he but. was he was after that. He, he was having a cigarette. And uh, so, yeah. So Amanda just kind of looked at him. He's like, hey. And Amanda just... Yeah. Said, do you
1: care? And you go, nope. nope.
0: And next thing we know... Yep, that guy got the story of a lifetime because, yes, he got a blowjob in the parking lot of the bar. So now people are having to walk by. They're having to walk by us to get in the door like, oh, hey, oh, what's going on over here? Amanda's sucking some random guy's dick. Two couples are fucking on a tailgate. The drummer, because when the door would open, he could see that we were using the tailgate of his truck <laughs> to have sex on. And there was nothing he could do because it wasn't going to be a band break for a little while. Uh, and the best part of the whole thing is, is that we didn't think anybody would notice. I don't know how that worked out, but I don't know if anybody cared. Nobody cared, but they did know there were cameras on the outside of the building and above mm. the bar, those cameras fed into a uh, closed circuit TV. So the entire time this shenanigans going on, the entire bar is sitting there watching on the closed circuit TV. Watching Now, here's the best part of this story. The tailgate of the truck really wasn't in the video. It was kind of out of the realm of the camera. But the one that was live in full view on the camera, that's right, was Miss Amanda giving the random guy a blowjob in, in the parking lot. It was awesome. So uh, when when we got done with that, notice how quiet Miss Amanda is. So when we when we got done and we went back in, we were totally oblivious to anything else that was that was going on. Yeah, Again, yeah, There was. A, you, I'm surprised there wasn't cheers. There could have been. We were so drunk we had no clue. Uh, yeah. It wasn't until the next morning uh, <laughs> when we were both really hungover. And that we started to really realize what had happened. And when the reports started to come in about what was going on, about the cameras, about it was on the TVs. Yeah, there's nothing like calling a bar owner and going, uh, hey, so uh, are we allowed back at the bar He's like, oh yeah, man, it was awesome. Don't worry about it. Everybody loved it. So the next week we go back to the bar. Just Ugh. just Miss Amanda and I went back to the bar. No, and, another
1: couple showed up. Yep,
0: another couple came down with us and we were just being calm, not nothing nothing crazy, nothing stupid. Uh and all of a sudden the other guy that was with us goes, Hey, isn't that the kid <laughs> isn't that the guy that you blew in the parking lot? And it was, uh, and, <laughs> and I proceeded to hit him and tell him to shut up. Yep, I don't think that I've seen a man turn that red uh, ever. And uh, you know, you're kind of short, anyways, but you really slunk low in your in your seat. You, you <laughs> yeah. See, kids, that's why you don't want to get too drunk at something. You never know what you might do. It could be something that follows you around forever and ever and yeah. ever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm never gonna live that one down. <laughs> he kept trying to sneak over to the side of the building And that's probably to get away from the camera <laughs> And I didn't think anything of it
0: <laughs> Of course I didn't, I was drunk it was, Yeah, so see, this is why being in control is always so much So, so very, very important So the thing is, you never stop learning stuff And that's, that's kind of the thing is we, we learned a very valuable, valuable lesson not that night, but we learned it the next day when we were dealing when when the, when the fallout was coming through, when all the messages were coming out, and people going, "Wow, that was the most incredible party ever!" Wow, yeah, yep, sure, sure, fucking was. Yeah, Amanda hasn't gotten that drunk at a bar since. <laughs> but, no, but you know what? It's never hard to get people to buy Miss Amanda shots. Weird. I know. I don't, I don't know how that works out exactly, <laughs> but it is what it, it is. What it is. <sighs> Yeah, I won't have half <laughs> town See, we're hoping Here's what we're doing What we want to do is We want you all to learn from our mistakes And try to avoid making the same mistakes That maybe we have See so yeah, how we're offering ourselves up that way
1: Do you really consider it a Well, it was a mistake <laughs> uh, it, Just because of the time of day And the bar was still active And you know we were right by the door And he
0: wasn't a swinger Yeah, that too <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I, I, and 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 you could tell because it was
0: having issues. <laughs> he wasn't used to performing in front of people. No. Especially not in a parking lot before midnight. <laughs> this is a party that started at like by this point in time it was all of like eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was another night. The alcohol was just going way too speed.
0: See, but look at you know how many people we've helped right now? Someone right now is gonna be listening to this this show and they're gonna be thinking about going and getting really drunk at a bar and they're gonna be like, Hey, you remember that chick on that podcast we listened to? We don't wanna do that or we might be sucking some random guy's dick in the parking lot. See, we're helping people. We're
1: this all is what say, we do. Well, where does she live? <laughs> <laughs> what
0: city do they say they're at? Do they have pictures up? Yeah. So yeah, there's uh, it's what we do. We help people. <laughs> I will never live that down. Never.
1: Never. Ah. And I shouldn't because I pro- I would assume that I probably will never do that again.
0: <laughs> Well, yeah, no. I, At least uh, to some random 20 something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that was almost two years ago, and you've done a really good job of of not ever doing that since. That's every weekend. I'm proud of you. Keep up the great work. She thinks. <laughs> oh, <good sighs> See, this is why people tune in. All right. <laughs> God. All right, so we got another question. Uh, ta, 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 ta. We got a couple of questions. Boy, we got all kinds of questions today.
1: Well, there you go.
0: That's awesome. That's the way we. That's the way we roll. Uh, okay, so this one, this one is uh, this one. I'm gonna let you take the, take the lead on this one. Uh Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, you got the stories about you. See, I last one was my personal stories about embarrassing things. So this is, you know, this one's yours. Oh, okay. Okay. So uh, this was an anonymous one that we got. Okay, so and and they they put that they're new, and they put that there are some really, quote unquote, weird sex acts slash kink out there. Are any of them bad? Are any of them bad? And it was an email, so I never got a response back when I tried to get clarification of what what they meant by bad. <laughs> See, why I let you go first on this one?
1: Big ears are moving slowly. Um. It depends on... No, none of them are bad. Because if that's what you're into, as long as you know what you're doing, <laughs> then it's not bad. <laughs> but none of those... None of them actually come easy. You learn about them.
0: Right. Right. And and that's just it. Okay, so in the lifestyle, we say it all the time. No kink shaming, no kink shaming, no kink shaming. Just because I'm into something that you're not into doesn't make it, make it bad. It just makes it different. So the thing is, is that you, with any of these types of of things, just like, just like whether it be basic swinging or whether it be kink or whether it be anything else, a key part of this whole thing is you want to make sure that you have an understanding spend a little bit of time, do a little bit of research, look into it because obviously, uh, everything is not for everybody. Right? I mean, right. That, that's, that's the easiest way to put it. And as you start the, this journey in the lifestyle, what you're going to find is something that you thought you would never be into when you first started. Maybe a couple years later down the road, you are into it. Maybe it's something totally different, something you gave it. You started to see it more. You've watched some, some people do it and your curiosity is there a little bit. And the key is, is that you have to then ask questions. Now, my take on it's a little bit different in terms of is is are any of them bad i'm gonna go out and say even though again not trying to kink shame there are some things that are i would say are bad okay now look if if there's shit out there that's against the law okay and i'm not talking weird stupid 1800 you know you can't have sex unless you're standing up and it's You know, twelve midnight, not weird shit like that. I'm talking shit that's currently against the law, common sense shit. Okay, that's bad. You can't, you can't take and put something criminal and call it a kink, and that makes it okay. True. Right. Okay. So, so there's there's a whole realm of that uh, that's called taboo kink. That's a whole separate, you know, monster, so to speak. So you have to be careful that. But when you're talking about the general. Uh, the kinksters out there, the BDSM, the different BDSM things that are out there and have options out there. What the big thing that, that we have found through our years in the lifestyle is these folks are really willing to talk to you about what it is they do. Uh, So if you have questions, if you have something that you're curious about, that looks kind of interesting, kind of fun, kind of entertaining, something different, like uh, a really big example uh, that, that, i would i would put out there uh is one uh is is knife play right knife play is something that uh we didn't know anything about when we got in the lifestyle right we have a really good friend that's really into knife play and as you became more curious about it he was willing to to answer your questions and 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 talk to you about it because it was something that he really digs doing. Well, just BDSM in general, we've had multiple
1: discussions about, just so
0: I can learn about it. And it was with, and somebody that you trusted mm-hmm. completely. Very much so. I mean, tr- when you're talking about the different, when you're talking about kink and, and, and any activity like that, trust is a huge factor. So the thing is, ask questions. Find somebody you trust, talk to them about it. Have them explain a little bit. Most of the time, and maybe, you know, if we have folks that never let us know, but most of the time folks are willing to take and to maybe let you watch watch them do that, whether it be knife play. I mean, you were able to get to watch knife play a couple of times before you ever tried it. Right. When you watched it, uh, did that get more questions for you? Did did you get more
1: questions? No, they're pretty so, much answered by watching it.
0: Okay, so okay, so I guess we should tell we should take this operator real quick because I'm using knife play as an example, and I should should tell what knife play is a little bit so people so people don't get the total mis mis idea of what knife play is, right? So, and, and so again, I'm not an expert in knife play by any stretch, but it is. And, and he's explained it to you better than, than me. You've got to experience it a little bit. But it is.
1: It's all about texture uh, running across your body, whether it's the pinwheel, um, whether it's the blades of knives, the back ends, the front ends, scraping it, dragging it, uh, the cold of the metal of the knives. It's all about texture and feel yeah it it's cool to watch, and mm-hmm. when you watch it you at least for me right I know that it I'm not afraid of it right but you know I know that just dragging something along your skin isn't necessarily gonna cut you, but there is a chance it can that's why you have somebody that you trust wholeheartedly to do something like that, which I trusted him a hundred and fifty percent
0: absolutely. Not only did you trust him 150%, I trusted him as well. And and that's a, that's a, a huge, as we went along and all the things that we've learned with all the different types of kink that are out there, trust is, is without a doubt the most important part. You have to, if, if you're having it done to you, you need to have trust in the person to do it. Like, I wouldn't want Miss Amanda to trust me to do actual knife play on her because... I'm not skilled at that. I don't know what we're doing. We're gonna end up in the ER. Something something bad is gonna happen if I'm just randomly doing it. But
1: you've let me drag it on you. Try it on you yeah, a little bit. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you'd had you you'd had it done to you, you had it explained to you, and, and it's not like you were you know, you did like a full a full session or anything no. on me. But trust you have to trust who's doing it to you. And if you have a partner, if the partner, like in that case, where it's not, where it's not, uh, I'm not involved, I'm watching if anything, I'm watching your partner needs to have trust also, because when you're watching this kind of stuff go on and it's not something you've ever done, it's a totally different experience. I'm sitting there watching someone rub knives and different objects on your naked body so if I don't trust every time I'm going, oh, 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 it's totally gonna kill the mood. It totally, it's just you can't do that. You have to have a complete and total level of trust all the way across the board with the people doing it. Uh, we were at a party where we had the opportunity to watch rope play, uh, yes. which is which is rope play is is actually one partner is tying up and, uh, the, other, the other person and, and different, they're using different knots and different style ropes. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to do rope play. It is, without a doubt, if you get the opportunity, you absolutely need to take and, and watch some of this because it's really, it's really cool to watch. Now, after watching it, we thought it was cool to watch, but did you have any interest to do rope play, at least at this point in time?
1: <laughs> Not to the extent that he was doing it.
0: right right not to that not to that
1: level, because I don't know if I'm ready to be restrained to that extent,
0: right, and there comes the other honesty part with it, which is you have to you have to tell the person that's doing it to you have to let them know what your limitations are at, at ahead of time they're going to understand if it's someone that is actually doing this for the right reasons and and obviously people that perform some of these things. They get off on they get off on on doing the knife play, just like you get off on being the one receiving it. Okay, so same with with rope play and things along those lines. So you have to be honest with them and let them know where your comfort level is. They're gonna do as a but general. But it's about woman, pushing pushing
1: levels. <laughs> you have to get into that. That's why they have safe words. That's why. We know one that puts objects in hands and you know let go of it, drop it
0: when you're when you've reached your point. Right, exactly, and and that's the thing is that they're going to take and they're going to take and and realize uh, people that are experienced with this, They're going to make sure that they have, like Miss Amanda said, safe words. Uh, the person who's done the knife play with you, yeah, his te- his technique is he uses something that's a ball, a ball in your hand. So and he's very in tune with that. As soon as, as soon as you drop that ball. It stops. I mean, there's no, you know. So that's kind of some of the things that we had to learn because we didn't know. I mean, the first time, you know, you see it somewhere and all you see is you're like, oh, my God, they're just like, you know, maybe they're using a flogger. They're using. uh,
1: The first uh, time I saw somebody use a flogger, I was just like, oh, holy shit.
0: -uh. (laughs) (laughs) My God, all those people are beating the crap out of each other. And that's not it. And that was that
1: was not my thing. Mm Mm-hmm but then you get somebody else, and you watch them, and their style's different, and they they use different objects, and it's more about touch and senses. Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, and, and here's the other thing. If you're new into the BDSM yourself, uh, in terms of your your performing you're performing you're the one like the example doing the doing the knife play on someone you if you're new at that you have to remember uh that you are you are taking someone and you're pushing their boundaries but you have to make sure you know your limitations as well so if you're not an expert at it, you can't tell somebody new, yeah, I'm an expert at that. Uh, if you're new into it, you need to remember that not everybody within the lifestyle is going to take and actually be into it. So if you have a new couple that is, uh, they're brand new to the lifestyle, you know what? It's not a bad thing, but you can scare them. You can very easily scare a new couple if you're not, uh, if you're not in tune with the fact that maybe, just maybe... They're not quite ready for that. Remember when you first started out in the lifestyle, uh, or you first started out with King Play. I mean, there are some folks that started out as kinksters before they became swingers. It's a process, and you have to work your way up through the process. Uh, if you take and try to just sometimes go, you know, from zero to to full speed. Uh, that can take and, and kind of freak people out a little bit. So you always want to keep that in mind a little bit. You know, in future shows, we're going to have a whole thing, and we're going to talk more, and we'll have some experts on uh, with the different BDSM stuff because there's so many cool areas to talk about with this, and it's becoming more and more predominant in the lifestyle, a mixing of kinksters with swingers. Uh, versus just you know them being totally separate entities. So it's something we want to let people know about, and we want to take in, and educate and be able to answer questions because there's all kinds of really cool activities and activities. I'll call them activities, but uh, you know kink kink, yeah kink activities, right? That sounds about right. Someone will correct me. Scenes. Scenes. Yeah. There's <laughs> there you go. There's all kinds of different scenes out there, and and the biggest thing I encourage a lot of people to do is. You know, experience them. Try it. You know, if it looks interesting, go for it. That's what it's all My about. My theory
1: is, is I'll try it at least once. Mm-hmm. If I don't like it, I won't do it again. But if I like it, I'm. you know, you might find something that you do like, and then, well, you got to buy Fucking new lots. toys and, <laughs> you know, learn about it and get educated. And
0: then buy them new toys. This swinging stuff's kind of expensive. It can be. There are a lot of toys you can get out there. A lot, a lot of really, really good toys you can get out there. And <laughs> <Nah>.
1: <laughs> you always add your toy collection. You just have to start storing them in larger areas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, it's not that the added toys are expensive. It's it's the luggage you need to carry them. Yes. So, you know, you, you know, because we went from like none to now. You know, we've moved right up in in size of bags. Pretty soon we're gonna have like a full carry on. Well, we, we, we being you, I don't have any toy. You are my toy.
1: Oh.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's, what, it's what we do. Oh, Lord. Uh, again, hey, if you have other questions for us, don't forget that you can actually ask us and send us questions at uh, crazy, dot kasba K-A-S-B-H, at gmail.com. Uh, we collect questions all week long. Uh, so that we can go, that we can take and continue to, to ask questions or answer questions. We don't ask, we answer all the way through. Hey, Ben's on, and Ben put a great comment uh, for their their toy collection. They actually have a Foot Locker. That's, some serious, that's a serious collection right there.
1: I saw one on Facebook where a gal had to, bought an old trunk and converted it to hold all of her toys. I'm like,
0: wow. That's cool. That That's cool. That's a lot of toys. You know, the other really nice thing when you're talking to, to folks that are into the the Kingsters and they they as you're exploring that they also have really good suggestions and can point you in the right direction of the type of toys that you that you want or you might need uh, so because again just like just like anything else out there you know there's different price points. On toys, it doesn't matter if it's if it's a if it's a dildo or a vibrator or you know sex doll or, or floggers or it doesn't matter swings swings that's right so there's different there's different uh, price points on those so again talk to people because before you go out and just start you know just making a rain uh, people that are experienced with it can point you in a direction and go hey you know this brand's maybe a little bit better this brand's a little bit better. Uh, all the way through so you can make sure you get stuff that's, that's going to fit all the way through. So you you want to do that. It's just, you know, there's so much money to, that you can take and spend all the way across the board. So that's... Uh, and that's, you can uh, get
1: creative with some stuff too.
0: Yeah, absolutely you can. Yeah, you can... You, just that's, like
1: somebody that said, oh, we were in Menards or whatever large store and said that they bought this bottle brush. <laughs> and yeah. i'm just like what <laughs> and they i said okay you have to send me a picture of this no it wasn't what i think of a bottle brush it was rubber and i'm like okay well that's not so bad and so not as, as scrunchy still haven't <laughs> gone to look at it to see if that was something i really would want to try okay
0: yeah. I, I i've got to read this real quick i got to read this okay uh, uh ben just sent us a great he, he sent us a great tip uh the tip is you can't hide the hook for your swing. Uh by a smoke detector and uh, a view, view, view yeah, la 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 of VY. Wow, I can't remember read V Y A L A camouflage. So you basically, can't see either I can't see either. So basically, <laughs> so basically use, basically use like a fake smoke yeah, detector.
1: supposed to be voila. But he oh. spelled it wrong. <laughs> <but> it's okay.
0: <laughs> see what happens when I'm when i when, when I'm when I'm sober doing these. Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. So you can use a, a use a fake smoke detector to hide to hide your hook for your swing. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I've heard that from somebody else too.
0: We need to see. We have we have helpful t- hints hints what We're helpful tense, yeah. helpful hints on what to do with them that's pretty good because you know what where do you put a sex swing otherwise it's kind of stands out if you just put it in the middle of your living room
1: <laughs> you've wanted to do that for years that or stripper pole i'm like how in the world are we going to explain a stripper pole in our living room i <laughs> ah, don't worry about it um yeah no not well,
0: happening. no one no one is even gonna even yeah it's right now see stripper classes now you know what uh pole it's not stripper classes i'm sorry there's not actually stripper classes pole classes uh are actually i mean that's a thing so you could legitimately now put a stripper pole in your living room you put it right next to the treadmill, right next to the yoga mat, right, and it's it's for exercise, and it's all it's all good. It's totally. You're not especially... selling it to me that way. Really? If you have a
1: gym room, yes, but not just in the <laughs> living room.
0: <laughs> what is a gym room? Would we to, can we make like a gym a room? We'll have a place to. Make I guess a then we can room, but... we can take and put mirrors up too. Then that's acceptable also. <laughs> we're just watching our form. That's all we're doing. Why do you need them on the ceiling for the for the swing classes? <laughs> swing classes? <laughs> or pole classes. I don't know. Whatever, whatever kind of classes they are. It's exercise. We're here to promote a healthy lifestyle. That's what we do here. So you need to take and work out. All right. Well, okay. So we've come to the end of another, another episode of The Crazy Truth. Uh, again, we want to take... And uh, a couple of different things want to talk about this time around, just so you know, Hey, you can now find us a couple of different fa- places. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can actually join our page. It is the crazy truth. That is K R a Z Y truth on Facebook. Uh, you can also take and uh, find us. We're on all the major outlets, iTunes, all of them now to listen to our podcast. We'd also, if you like our content, uh, besides obviously just send us emails and, and participating in the show. We also would love to have you support our, dot Patreon. That is com backslash crazy capital K uh, R A Z Y CASBA capital K K A S B H. So you can support us there as well. Guys, we appreciate it. I uh, doing it the only way I know how the only way I want to Casba style out
1: bye